Hello, my name is Rita Balligan and you are listening to the Big Picture Podcast, a podcast where we dive deep into the minds of creative business owners and people who are striving in their careers. With every successful person, there is more than what meets the eye. There is a story, a bigger picture. And every week, I'll be finding out what that is, the how, the why, and when. Are you ready to be inspired? I am. Let's go. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Big Picture Podcast where I talk to people who inspire me and I find out about their journey. Um, I am, okay, before I get into who my guests are today, I'm going to do my word of the day because I'm just, I'm consistent, you know, and like I said, I'm tired of being basic and I want to improve my vocabulary. So my word of the day today is another word to describe amazing because I say amazing way too much so my word of the day today is stupendous you know I just feel like it sounds you know I won't say who but my guest today said that it sounded like stupid she didn't think it was a good word however (laughs) I think it sounds I think it sounds like very like bougie you know like oh how was your day today Rita oh my day was stupendous you know it just sounds so intelligent and now I'm gonna drop it in every sentence from now on right moving forward (laughs) my guests today are they are just amazing. Like um, they describe themselves as a social marketing agency, but I feel like they are, they're like change makers, like they changed the scene. They just came out of nowhere. Like even though I'm sure they've been working, but they just popped into the scene and was like, boom, we're here and no one can mess with us kind of thing. So the girls I have today are, my intro was a bit weird there. I'm gonna start that again because they deserve better. But the girls I have today are, it's like after saying stupendous yeah. it's like everything goes away like <laughs> i have today the vamp ladies i have ruby and i have christina welcome ladies <laughs> I don't know why my tongue, it just went like all over the place. Do you know what I think it is? Yeah, it went all over the place. That's okay. It went everywhere. But yes, I've got the ladies who together are called Vamp. There we go. That's that's that was the mm-hmm. sentence. Yeah. Well, welcome, ladies. Thank you for coming Thanks today. For having us. I'm so excited to have you guys here because I just, you know, you guys know I'm big. I'm a big fan, like a massive, massive fan of the stuff that you girls do. I just think it's awesome. And I think a lot of people are a fan of what you guys do. So I thought it would just be cool just to find out what your journey is, how it began and all of that stuff. So I like to just start. (laughs) I like to just start from the beginning. So I don't know which one of you want to start Ruby. first. Basically, so Ruby does gonna... this. Ruby does this. So I'm the one that just chimes in. Go on. So Ruby, I would like you just to start with who you are. Like, who is Ruby and just your journey so far? So, yep, yeah, I'm Ruby. Um, I'm head of PR at VAMP. Um, my background is PR. I started getting into it when I was about 16, 17, when I knew I wanted to get into the media industry. Oh. When I went to uni, I studied media and communications. I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do, but during that year... Um, I did a placement year and I realised, yeah, PR was the route I wanted to go down. And yeah, since then, that's been, that's been all me. Wow, so you've known since you were 16 that you wanted to do... Something. In PR and yeah, marketing. Yeah, So what, how did you know? Because like, at 16, I didn't, I didn't know what PR and marketing was. I think... Same. <laughs> <laughs> I think I always knew I wanted to do something in that industry. I used to go stagecoach. Like, I was always like that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like... I think I just knew I needed to get work experience. I like my parents were really against it. And wow. I think I knew I needed to make sure that even if I didn't study it at school I had some sort of experience. Mm-hmm. So I started applying for like online magazine online magazine internships mm-hmm. um and like interning and yeah just so like I used to start doing it. And when I look back it's so funny cuz my mum used to hate that I'd go out to like events and stuff. Yeah. So I was like you, 15, 16. Where did you intern? Yeah, um, what was your part first of my, A place called Pardon My Blog. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Yeah, so they've been around for ages. Wow, yeah, yeah they so had. back then. Wow. That's how I used to work with them. So that was like your first. That was my first big one because I had, had done another one with a magazine called Niji Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pardon My Blog was my first big break. Um, big break. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, one of the, the guys that run it, Raid, he was really great to me. Like he was like a mentor. Wow. And that was probably my first in like insight into PR because he used to do publicity um, for MTV. Oh. And so he used to take me along with him yeah, to yeah. Like, interviews and then he'd let me interview people like, 
um, I met Childish Gambino. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, shut up. <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean like that. I mean, like, when we started well, to get into this industry, yeah. and we'd be talking about people, or we'd be like, yeah, I met them when I did the interview when I was like 10. <laughs> I literally met him. I just sat there like really scared. I didn't say a word. But um, yeah, so that was probably my first insight into it. And then since then, I knew like I wanted to do something in that. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. From 16, 17? I love that. Okay. All right. We'll get back to you. So, Christina, what was, what, how did it all, what was your, what's your journey? How did it begin for you? Um, so, I went to Coventry University with mm-hmm. Ruby and Wimby, and I studied business. And I think before I came to Coventry, I didn't want to go to Coventry, got there through clearing. I wanted to, start, I, went, I wanted to go Kent, mm-hmm. but I didn't even want to go Kent because I wanted to be a musical theatre person. <laughs> I wanted to do drama. I wanted to act. Like oh, I, wow. Like I did so much acting and stuff when I was young mm-hmm. um, but then when I went to America to visit my dad my dad was like what are you playing at and then he paid my deposit for my uni or comedy I was like oh, oh okay <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm going to uni now <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly I was going to uni so I went to Coventry University um, studied business studies mm-hmm. but I always knew I wanted to start a business so from when being in secondary school mm-hmm. I used to like I never actually start, took a business GCSE but all the business teachers knew me and like every time there was like a business um, workshop I'd do it and, yeah, and, yeah. and win obviously <laughs> um, and stuff like that so I always knew I wanted to start a business and mm-hmm. um, when we went to Coventry I studied business and I went on a placement year and uh, was at, I was at Canon and I was at Google and those were the companies that really opened my eyes to like business and like working with people mm. and I definitely feel like if you're in studying a degree you should definitely get experience even if you're in college you should get experience because yeah. working in field is so different from studying Right. And even when I'm working in the field, I'm always like, I wish they taught me this in my degree. This whole, how many bags do, am I paying for this? Deg- did I pay for the degree? And I didn't know how to set up a business. You know what I mean? And yeah. I didn't know how to do my accounting. Yeah. yeah. You know how to do that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Um, but you should definitely get practical um, experience. But yeah, so we all did ACS mm-hmm. and I was vice president. Ruby was um, medium PR officer. Me- yeah, medium PR officer. And that's when we first all started working together as like a team. Doing yeah. events and yeah. promo. And yeah, because yeah, that's what I was going to ask because you studied business and then you studied um, media. media. And there's one missing as well. Yeah, we one missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Media with me. So yeah. Okay, so you both did yeah. media. Okay. Yeah. Um. So when did you decide, okay, we want to now get into a business together? Because I know you said you wanted to get into business and do you mm. know what I mean? So when did that decision come where it was like, hmm, how did let's that, do business how together? Did that start? I think it, it was, it was Tina. So we, so we were at ACS, like we had a great time. Like we were like the best ACS. Of course at Coventry University, if you have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> we were the second biggest society in Coventry during that year. Um, <laughs> we won awards. I, I wish we you guys, awards. I wish you guys could see how smug they look <laughs> as they are saying this. So smart. Like their their head is up and they're just like, yeah, and we were the best. And they're like rolling. No, we had, to, but we had such a good time. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I, like, I always tell people, if you can do stuff like that, you should. Because no joke, that's I always say that's what got me in Tina right internships. Because we used to no, gas that, up. Literally, that got me my Canon internship. Yep. Just like, yeah. They ask you all, the, all these questions, like, tell us the time you've worked in a team. Mm. And when you talk about diversity, you talk about, like, yeah, the biggest black um, society in, in the university. Like, oh, they yeah. love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow, wow. And that yeah. was prime diversity era yeah. when we were in yeah. <laughs> And so, like, it was a really great experience. Like, mm-hmm. we had a lot of, like, hardships, ups and downs. Um, and so... I think from then we just realised that we worked really well together mm. as a team. And then when we both went on internships, I never, Tina emailed me on my work email. <laughs> okay. And she was like, we're starting a business. Oh my gosh, we need to find that email. I said, oh no, but I would never be able because it was on my... Was my it university. my work email as well? Probably. Oh man. Yeah. Oh damn. Because we used to work in the same building. She was at, at Google and I was at Universal Pictures. Mm-hmm. And she emailed me and was like, we're starting a business. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, so Christina, what made you say yeah. we're starting a business? I don't know. I think because me, Ruby and Rumbi were all quite close. Mm-hmm. So like, we used to just talk about businesses. Stuff, when people yeah. would do stuff, we'd be like, yeah, they should have done it this way. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I was like, I came, it came to a time where I was like, why criticise and why not help? Yeah. So then when I was at Google, especially, I um, was a, what was I again? I was a brand marketing intern. So I worked on the app and I worked on the like search team. Mm-hmm. And the head of social became my mentor. So like he, I don't know why, we just like formed a bond and he became my mentor. And that's why I actually met Mercedes as well. And then okay. I used to work closely with the social media team. Okay. Sometimes. And from then I just thought like, these brands don't know how to market to like millennials. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. TV used to come back and be like, yeah guys, they're doing this. Like, they oh, asked me so many this, questions. And, yeah. like, and I'm just like, why don't you lot know this stuff? Yeah. Like, 
It's so simple. And it's, I realise it's because we're in it right now. Yeah. And that's what we, we always say about Vamp. We're three black girls mm-hmm. who have the experience and we're being influenced. Yeah. And we're maybe influencing others. So why not produce a business that is around that? Right. You know. Um, but yes, yeah, from then, I literally just messaged Ruby. Ruby. As you can see, I get Ruby and Ruby. Yeah, because I was we've thinking been, like, <laughs> get this clear. Yeah, six, so we've known each other for like a long time, but Ruby and Ruby have similar similar names. So Ruby and Ruby is yeah, so like. Yeah, yeah. 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 If it was like, <laughs> I call Ruby by her full name, but she don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would not want that. So yeah. so let's like form this timeline. Mm-hmm. So you basically was like, guys, I think we should do a business, mm-hmm. and then Ruby and Ruby were like. Yeah, okay, cool. Let's do a business. Did you already know what business you wanted to do or did you now have to like come together and figure that out? Because Tina had been saying like that sort of missing element in the industry in terms of culture mm-hmm. and like social media, we I think we all kind of knew it was going to be around that. Mm-hmm. And we basically worked out really quickly that what we wanted to do was help small businesses reach larger audiences. It was mm-hmm. quite basic at that point. Yeah. Like, we just so. knew that's what we were, that was exactly what we wanted to do, what we thought we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But then actually at that time, we were also managing an influencer who we still manage now called Mariam. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, we were all literally friends. We were friends, yeah. Oh. We all met at uni. And so that was like kind of separate. It was all under vamp, but we were managing Mariam and then we were doing sort of the social stuff and we were definitely more social led back then. Like we yeah. used to do social media campaigns and we hated it. Yeah. We did not like it. Very <laughs> so I think it's, that was a like good trial and error. We realised that's not where we wanted to go down. Okay, but I like that actually. So you were doing the social media stuff yeah. and then you realised that you just you just hated it. So what was it that you guys didn't enjoy about doing the social media aspect of it? With social media stuff, it's very um, tedious. So Mm. when you do social, because we even still get calls till today, like people calling us like, oh, a friend of mine said that you run a social marketing agency. We need, I need someone to manage my social. It's like, no, this is actually 2019. Anyone can manage a social, like Instagram or it's more than that. It's about strategy for trying to grow and stuff like that. We can consult you, but we won't do the tedious like management stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, we realise that it's just so tedious and it's not scalable. Mm. And if if you want to scale that, it's a lot of time you have to put in a lot of people. Mm. And at that time we were at third year of uni. Yeah, dissertation time. Yeah, oh, so we right. did not have the time. The we time, had one yeah. client at the time and it was a lot of work. Yeah. Like, we were having meetings in like my bedroom. Yeah. Like, wow. Phone calls with the client and it was a lot of stress. So yeah, it was, we didn't do, have the manpower in the time. Yeah. Do you think it's important as a business to just know when something isn't working 100%. and just move forward? Because you yeah. know some people will be will stick at something and just yeah, say, do you know what? To, yeah. yeah, it's how it is now, but you know, you have to be consistent so I'm just going to keep on doing it. Or do you think it's important to say, do you know what, actually this doesn't work let's kind of shift it do you find that yeah i think it's very important to pivot because like you can't stay static because like the industry is always growing and always changing there's always innovation happening Mm -hmm. and you need to move with the tide like and that and one thing i honestly truly hate is like old heads who stick to certain traditional means and Mm. it's like you're not gonna go anywhere and you're still gonna target these people that you're trying to grow you need younger people to be involved in your business and stuff like that yeah um yeah, yeah it's just gotta be reflective yeah, we just I think we just decided one day that that was just not what we wanted to do. Um, and a big turning point was, I guess, working more with Mariam. Mm-hmm. So we were, this is like the beginning of like the Instagram age and the social right. media age. Yeah. Mariam put up, we encouraged Mariam to start a YouTube channel and she put out a video and it like got hundreds of thousands of views. And that was wow. huge back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge that was still huge now. But, yeah, but yeah. Like, it was re- really huge back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we used to get her like collab deals. Like this is back in the day. Like, yeah. She's just gifting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Tina, Tina was an ambassador for Girls Talk London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plug, Girls Talk London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plug, Vanessa. <laughs> and yeah, she was working on um, an event. So we were also managing a makeup artist at the time. And um, Tina thought of the idea of putting together a masterclass with yeah. Girls Talk London. Yeah, um, yeah, working with makeup artists at the time. It was Mahina, actually. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. Mahina. Um, <laughs> so we decided to put on a makeup masterclass with Smashbox, and it was okay. literally just a phone call. Like, I literally just called them, and I was like, oh, working with a makeup artist, a celebrity makeup artist, can we, like, hold an event at your... Um, your studios and they were like literally like yeah just come wow. in let's talk about it and, just, and it's like i think like, i love you that limit, <laughs> no but you know the thing is, i love like, it it's, you limit yourself to what you can see in life mm-hmm. and you, think, limit, and you literally think that i walk past that store all the time mm-hmm. like why can't i be in there and why am i not allowed to yeah, be in there? yeah. let me try and call someone because literally everyone is a phone call away and that's one thing as vamp Phone calls, that's our thing. Yeah. Well, Ruby's forced it to be our thing because I hate phone calls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you f- call people, like, call 
the reception and ask for someone. Find them on LinkedIn and ask for Sally or ask for someone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they will tell you to send the email, but at least you You've have spoken dialogue. to them and mm. you can say, as per our conversation, mm-hmm. or it was lovely speaking to you earlier. Mm-hmm. So you've already introduced yourself. Um, honestly, the sky's the limit. Because, like, when Tina came with the idea, we were like, okay, sure. Yeah, let's try. <laughs> okay, let's try. And, yeah. then, and then we did it. And then when we had, like, a f- we had a few influencers come to the event and they had never been, like, in- like invited to events like that. Yeah. And they were, like, quite prominent influencers, people who have, like, following. And we would, since since that, we were we literally like, yeah. like, no, we need to put on events and we need to do things that include the black community and, like, black girls who are big influencers in beauty. And yeah. Yeah, yeah so that was the thing. That was the turning point. Like, yeah, yeah, I was gonna day, ask, was that the turning that point when day, you were like, yeah. okay, we're gonna do events? Yeah, we're gonna do events. We said we wanted to work predominantly in the black community, particularly black influencers, particularly female black influencers. That was like our main thing. We yeah. Said, well, like Mariam's got us, but some of these girls don't have that support mm. and that like link to mm. the brands. And I think that's a lot of the, the problem. They think that those brands are out of reach. Right. And sometimes they are just on the surface. But it's about putting themselves in front of these brands. Yeah. And so we wanted to be the people yeah. to help them do that. And there's different kind of levels to it as well. Because mm. it's like, you can talk to a brand and they can gift you. Mm. But you can talk to a brand and they can actually pay you. Mm. And then you can talk to them and they can pay you, but they can actually pay you what you're actually worth. Yeah. yeah. And that's like what we do as a business right now. What I find incredible is the fact that you were working with Miriam, right? Yeah, Miriam. Miriam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I didn't know that until yeah. you guys just said it just yeah. now. And I feel like maybe a lot of people didn't know mm-hmm. that. So did you make it, was it a conscious decision to like lay low in the beginning? Or was Vamp there, but we just weren't aware? Do you know, I think the thing is with us here, I think it's more me than these two. <laughs> okay. But I'm more like, doesn't matter what who we are. Yeah. Like, let's let our work do the talking. Yeah. No, which is, yeah, yeah, I think that's good, yeah. It and wasn't intentional, yeah. I don't think. But it's just by nature, that's how we are. Like my mum always says... When I, send, when I tell her something, she's like, oh, is your name going to be? And I'm like, no, mum, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not about that. Like, it's just never been a thing for us to be out there like that. Uh-huh. Like, I, I think for us, like, Vamp are the girls we work with. And, like, yeah. their success yeah. is our success. Mm. And that's all we really need. As mm. long as we're making a difference, the culture's being moved and influenced because of us, we're, like, we're good. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. people know who you are as well. So <laughs> now, you've got, now you've got both. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So um, Smashbox, was that, that was your first event? Mm-hmm. That was our first big event, yeah. So you knew, okay, boom, I know how to do it. We know how to do this. Yeah. So what was the next step after that? Literally, Ooh. it was girls' trip. Wait, no, but so by that point, Tina had quit her job. Oh, yeah, okay. so it was like, yeah, guys. <laughs> so, okay, so let's, so, all right, so let's, okay, so let's, let's go to, let's go to that direction. Yeah. So you now decided to quit your job. Yeah. Why did you decide to quit your job? Do you know what? When I was there, it was nice and I met people. <laughs> And like, I learned so much because basically when I, I interned at Canon, interned at Google and then I got a job offer before I finished uni mm-hmm. and I literally, I took like a five day break and I started working yeah. at an ad tech company called Ad Parlor. It was like, I worked on like YouTube campaigns and mm-hmm. I used to like put black girls in there like, and I used to do well. So I'd be like, I'm so good at this. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we got vamps. So like, why am I not doing this myself? And also like my colleagues would like gas me as well. And I think my manager, he would support me. So anytime I had like a meeting, mm-hmm. he'll let me go. He'll let me take extended lunches and stuff like that. Yeah. So then after a while, when I told him I'm going to leave, he was just like, yeah, it's fine. It's <laughs> time yeah. to fly. Like, yeah, just do, yeah. your, do your thing. And that, that, I think I felt very, I definitely, I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was very like low at that time. That's what I was, was like, going to ask. Like, how mm. how did you feel? I was like, because I was working in a job that I just didn't want to be at. Like, mm. I probably just didn't want to be there. And yeah. I was just like, I'm waking up. I used to be late on purpose. I tell people, <laughs> I used to be late on purpose. I used to just walk in. I just didn't care. Um, and then I just thought, the only way you're really going to be the person you want to be and take that jet, like, make that step is to just leave. Like, because yeah. at the end of the day, you're skilled. If you if this flops, you can just get another job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you know always I mean? a thing. I and think this is the right time. You're at your mum's house. You might as well just, you know. Exactly. But that's a really brave thing to mm. do, though, because a lot of people, there are tons of people who stick at their job, yeah. even though they hate it, yeah. you know, and they're not bringing anything to the company. They just chill there and, and get their think, money the and get the energy. that's what they say yeah. I'm just going to get my money and that's mm-hmm. it but so the fact that you felt that and you were like you know what I'm going to change this I'm not mm-hmm. just going to yeah. stick around it's a bold move and I think I definitely tell people who have like a 9 to 5 there's nothing I always say to people there's nothing wrong with nothing having a 9 to 5 yeah. as long as you have a side hustle and I really yeah. believe it's important to either have a side hustle or a hobby outside yeah, because 100%. you need to like fulfil yourself because yeah. you can be working in Canary Wharf in the banks and stuff you could love it like and that could be your full time thing but if you don't but if you don't just get a side hustle get one of your hobbies because it will fulfil 
fulfill you in that yeah. way that you need it to. There's no point of allowing this no, world and this and the man, yeah. <laughs> the man <laughs> to make you depressed working for yeah. doing a nine to five if you're not happy. And yeah. So you quit your job mm. and weren't you scared? No, I just went to Vegas. <laughs> Wait, what? With the girls. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I Honestly, you should quit. And we were like, yeah, go through. We're yeah, like, okay, was, you, you can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> so were like, you girls still working yeah, at the time? Yeah, me and still working, yeah. Oh, yeah. right, okay. And I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to go to Vegas real quick. Spend all my money. Spend all my money in Vegas, yeah. But came back. <laughs> we're like, yeah. guys, yeah, we need to get this. Because <laughs> 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 I ain't got no money anymore. Um, but yeah, and then we just started yeah, working more. Yeah, the lead. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then because of her, I was like, hmm, yeah. maybe I could quit. And... Did you quit as well? Yeah, I quit like uh, about four months later. Wow! And then a couple months later, yeah. So it was like a staggered um, kind of approach. So I quit. Similar kind of thing to Tina. My my bosses were really really supportive. They yeah. knew that I'd been doing stuff like I'd leave work early and like be on phone calls, like doing all my other bits. And yeah. Bobs, like during lunchtime, and they were like. But I think the common thing is that your boss is still supportive. Like you want to see him. The yeah, other now day. like I still see them. They wow. help me with a pitch. Like yeah. they're That's really they were amazing. really supportive. I think they they were even when I first started. They used to talk about how they don't want to see any of us stay there for more than like five years. They yeah. want everyone to go, yeah. start their own stuff, and go or go like work their way up. Yeah. Um. So they were really great. But I worked in tech PR, so it was so not me. Like it was mm. not my thing. But it was really interesting. I learned a lot. Yeah. Um. So when I decided to quit, I had a meeting with one of the directors, and she she was like, "This is not a meeting for me to try and persuade you to stay." Mm-hmm. I just want you to know that we're good with your decision. Like, we get it. Um, and we're here for you. Like, oh, if you want to come back, whatever. Like, yeah. It's amazing. So, I quit. But my advice to anybody is before you quit, and I didn't listen to Tina properly. Save your money. Save your money. Save your money. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh, my God. The shot. So, <laughs> so, there's two of you. So, you quit, but you had backup money. Yeah. And she spent it. And spent it in Vegas. And me... I don't think I, I think I saved like one month's pay. It was done. Oh God. Even, I was even lucky because my work asked me to stay a bit longer before the, well, they tried to find somebody. Okay. Um. So if it wasn't for that extra like two, three weeks I stayed, I don't know what I would have done for a while. Because we weren't yeah. making money. Like, That's what I was going to say. Because we when you first, yeah, when you like start a business often, you're not making yeah, money. Yeah, you're not making money. We weren't making yeah. money. VAT threshold. Like, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, our first, basically our first check was and our, our first big big job was in J- June? July. July for that was for girls trip. Wait, no, let's not even lie because let's tell you the truth, guys. So when <laughs> we got we got that check, check we got to send that invoice. Yeah. In July and we got that money. Six, thirty days later. No, it was sixty. No, it's thirty. Sixty. Disney. Thirty. Yeah. We got that money thirty days later. So ima- and we were dumb as well because guys, okay. <laughs> really if you're about to do a contract or a project with someone send them the invoice as soon as they say yes yeah. as soon as they say yes say can I have your invoice details please send it what's to your yes. payment terms what's your payment terms everything so that yes. you get the money probably when you finish your project yeah, we I did the event that. and then we sent oh, the so invoice should we send the invoice now <laughs> and you know what that is see what Christina just said is actually key for freelancers because mm-hmm. I work with so many freelancers and we'll do a project they haven't sent me their invoice. They will send it, not even at the end. They will send it like three weeks later mm. and say, here's my invoice. Mm. But what you have to realise is I've moved on. Yeah, honestly. I've moved on to other things now. And, so and now you're chasing yeah. me for... <laughs> my account. Yeah, my you know, so everything's moved. Yeah. And now you're now saying this is the amount that you want. But it's like, I've moved on yeah. from that and I'm are. a small company so imagine the bigger companies they so they have procedures things. they've got exactly. so many things and then you bring your invoice two yeah. weeks later after the project <laughs> yeah, it's, Honestly, it's like it was a shock you know it was a shock to our system so like when we did girls trip we were like, obviously so excited we we're really like of the success of it we we're talking about it but meanwhile so go on holiday. like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god indomie like I was broke <laughs> wow. we were broke that time <laughs> That was the brokest. And you know, and I think it's something something to take from that is that a lot of the time when we are successful as people, we let the outside world cloud us like and we can mm. everyone be like, Congratulations, well done, you've done so much. Like and then you're there like gas, 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 but then you look in your account and you're like, like Rah, ooh. Shocked, it's not everything to rely on money. Yeah. No, but day, it's your real to be to live do what yeah. you want to do, you have to be able to support. I mean yourself. in order to eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like Sometimes yeah. don't allow the outside mm-hmm. gas <laughs> to really to gas your you, head. That, yeah. will be, that will hurt your head. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Girl Trip was your first. That's so what cool. were the challenges that came with that? Like, were you nervous? Were you like prepared? Like, I'm ready for this moment. Oh, no. Or no, we what was ready. it like <laughs> having this? Because Girl Trip, that's a big, that's huge. Yeah. huge. It'll be good for, explain how we got it though. Okay, so yeah. um, with Girl Trip, 
I used to work for Universal Pictures, so I used to see films come into the slate, but it wouldn't always come into the UK slate. Mm. So, like, you know, there's loads of films that you see come out in America, and you're like, why didn't it come out yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. They normally try to basically forecast whether it will do well in this oh, okay. market. Right. Um, and then them times, like, it was min- like one or two films, like, particularly like Universal. So, yeah, best, like, Universal had, like, Best Man, they did Ride Along, mm. um, they did, like, Straight Out Compton. It was very specific films. Yeah. And just Universal. Just Universal. Yeah. Like, all the other studios, like, don't really do black films, well, back then anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, for example, when I worked there, um, when Straight Out Compton came out, they we told us a story that apparently when Ice Cube and the, um, put the story t- to all the studios, no one took it. Hmm. Everyone said no because they thought it was going to be crap, and they just thought, no, we don't want to do a gangster film and all this rubbish. And Universal were the only people to that go with it. it. So yeah. they like they're known for stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, hmm, when I saw the trailer for Girlship come out, I was like, oh my god, guys, this looks so cool. Yeah. Um, let's see if it's coming out in the UK. So I just found a number. So it wasn't the department I used to work in or anything. I just found a number See, online. See, guys, research like I honestly, major key. I found a number, but this is. A, but then the next part was all god because I called up mm-hmm. and the first person I spoke to, I was like, "Oh, we're about, we're a social marketing agency. We work with back influencers, blah blah blah." Um, is Girls Trip coming out in the UK? And the girl right. was like, "Yeah, it is." And I was like, "Okay, great. Can I speak to someone about it?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, it's my title. I'm working on it." I was like, "Okay, great. Wow. Can we picture it?" Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I just told her a bit about what we do, and she was like, "Okay, cool." And I said, have you got any plans at the moment for it? Have you started putting the PR plan together? And she's like, no, we haven't. Meanwhile, it was maybe six weeks before release. Like, yeah. wow. So you could actually tell then that they probably weren't going to put a lot of effort into at it. At all. So you, yeah. you almost saved them, in a sense. No, we definitely did. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. you actually came and she probably sat at her desk and was like, like oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, no, Thank what a miracle. And even the results, like, the results were yeah. great. Yeah, so, so we did an email pitch and she loved it. She's like, I love these ideas. This is great. Can you send through these ideas? And Tina was like, you know what, let's just go in mm. so like by that point we already were positive that we were doing something for it mm. we weren't exactly sure what, what we'd you're be doing. doing yeah so we went in for a meeting with her it was really great it was, went through the ideas and she was like yeah when well, you guys to do this this and this and um at that point we were just going to do an inf- be a part of an influencer event they were gonna so she give was us... going to give us like allocation yeah like, like allocation of 30 like, seats. seats like yeah literally yeah. and then she and then we were sort of dabbling in a few things and then we started talking about pr and i was like oh who have you guys got doing PR like what are you guys doing in terms of PR and she mentioned like the usual mainstream titles yeah. and I was like oh, you guys are missing a few yeah and we were like who are you getting from like places like Radio 1 yeah yeah, like the stuff. right journalists the right people involved right. because we didn't want it to be generic like this was a really big film we wanted to make sure the right people are interviewing the cast right like there's so much like different layers to it um, and in the end we were like okay well do you know what we can help you with this mm. but you have to pay us extra wow. and she was like <laughs> wow. more or less and then yeah and then that was it yeah literally and then we got it and then from an allocation of like 30 seats it got to like 50 the whole, uh, then yeah. it got to the whole thing yeah so she was like you know what just fill it she's like just make it your screen and, and fill it so yeah just take oh, wow. the and then we did the junket and we and that that first junket was like the first time we ever got like people like black journos interviewing Jada Pinkett and we wow. also got influencers to do it too yeah and that was the first time we ever did it and and one of the first times it kind of ever been done yeah. as well. Wow. Because I'd seen white influencers interview. Like I, when I was working, we used to like pick bloggers to fly over to LA and interview like The Rock and they pay for everything. It'll be all this sick stuff. And yeah. I used to try and push black influencers. But yeah. It's like, guys, there's a list of influencers. And they're like, oh yeah, maybe next time. Hmm. And so we were like, no, that why can't we do it for our titles? Yeah. Well? Why can't yeah. they have that access? And yeah. So we were like, that's going to be our focus. Yeah. What I wanted to ask is, because you know sometimes when people want to get celebrities for example mm. they immediately think the way that they can get that celebrity you know into their shop or to do their makeup do their hair whatever mm-hmm. the case may be is offer it as a free service mm-hmm. because it's like okay you don't really know me and what mm-hmm. I do so I want to just give this to you for free just so that you can experience it, experience yeah. it right but you guys didn't necessarily do that you were just like okay this is what we're gonna do and this is how much we're going to charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you even had the full audacity to be like, <laughs> yep. and if you want us to do this as well, yeah. we're now going to add to it. Yeah. Where did that like boldness? Because I know there's probably a lot of young like companies that wouldn't actually take that approach. Yeah. They'll take it the other way of, we're going to do this for free just so you know what we can do mm-hmm. and then we can continue to work together. Mm-hmm. So what gave you like that boldness to say, actually... You know, we haven't done this before, was, but this is what we're going to do. It was a trip to Vegas. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was it was literally like, if, you want, if we want to work as a business and we want to turn profit, we need to make money. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, 
even if, if we look back at that invoice, that invoice was nothing. Like we got yeah. paid and it was all right, it but it was it was nothing. But, really, yeah. really. But then now we charge way more. Yeah. And it's like, um I think at that time we knew some I think we knew we were providing a valuable service. Yeah. I think that's that was the it. thing I was the looking value. for. Like and you value, knew your value knew from the, the value, beginning. Yeah. We know it's as simple as We've, we can see other agencies doing something similar and I know how much they're getting paid and I know yeah. they, they, like, they're a legit company. And if you know the industry exactly, then you know. Then you know already, yeah, like we can do the same. Mm. The only challenge with that though is we can know it, but it's whether the client That's will Yeah, so it's like how do you way. like exactly. prove that, show that client that, exactly. like, hey, this is our value. Luckily for that one, they could see it. They mm. knew like that. that they I think they might have been over, not over their heads, but because they hadn't thought that much about it. So for Girl Strip, they didn't think it was going to do as well as it did. Wow. Which said a lot about them. Yeah. Because we wouldn't, we knew it was going to do really, yeah, really well. Yeah. And, we, and we did them, like, when it came to that, we we made sure that we got the right people in the room. Like, yeah. I'll never forget, like, that we, I wanted a certain, like, station to interview mm. the car, to interview Jada, oh, remember? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I need to find this person. So I asked someone to interview me to him. Yeah. And I was emailing him. No, you were emailing him and then he stopped replying. Yeah. And Ruby was like, Tina, we need to get him. <laughs> you really promised him, blah, blah, So I said, so they were having a party. So I was like, I'm going to that party. Wow. So then I told my friend, get me on the guest list. Got on the guest list, went to the party. And I didn't know what the person looked like. Yeah. So, so I was just like looking around, couldn't <laughs> find him. But then I saw Michaela Cole yeah. at the party. Mm-hmm. So I went up to her and I was like, yeah, we're having a screening. Yeah. yeah. I've never met you in my life. Yeah. And you're Michaela Cole. Yeah. And we're having a screening. Um, and I would love for you to come. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, yeah, email my agent. Um, because you know how actors don't really handle this. Yeah. yeah. And stuff like that. She's like, email my agent. I'll be there. Like, so I emailed her agent. And then she ended up coming. And be- Michaela Cole being at that screening was probably the biggest. Yeah. Wow. So, like, going to that event ended up. Yeah. Producing a whole different opportunity because her going, her coming to the event. We found out that Jada was a huge fan of chewing gum. Yeah. So when Jada saw her, she was gassed. Yeah, Imagine was, Jada Pinkett. I remember gassed. seeing no, that. She picture. literally walked down the stairs. Literally, just before and we Jada Pinkett Jada... literally looked like. Yeah, <laughs> like, she was wow. gassed. And they got a picture, and then Jada tweeted the picture that night. Like, and that was huge. Like, it was wow. massive. Yeah, she went crazy. They were so happy. That. They were gassed. Guys, this think, is amazing. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I'm like blown away because it's like it's from going to a party. It's stupendous. Yeah. This is stupendous. <laughs> and I think the th- the thing to learn about that is like being um, I don't know what's the word like Bold? tenacious, Aud- audacious, yes. audacious, yeah, yes. tenacious, audacious. All the words are <laughs> Being and that and, and like, bold because yeah, exactly. what's the worst she could have said? And it's like I went to that thing to find someone else, but get, look who I managed to. And it just shows that because you can be at home and thinking, okay, I'm gonna just keep sending these emails. I'm just gonna keep waiting. I'm gonna keep sitting and waiting. But you left your house. Mm-hmm. You didn't know what was gonna happen. <laughs> I was like, then... yeah, there's this party here. Do you wanna come with me? <laughs> wow. like, yeah, I literally went to send her friends. That is that is amazing. So then, what was the next project after that? Um, we did a couple like we did some more bits in beauty. So that's like we were still doing some stuff for Marion. We did some stuff in beauty. We did like the Black Magic Awards in September. September? Yeah. So you guys went from doing film screaming now to doing awards. awards. Because what happened was basically Kojo is like a long, like we've known each other for a long time. And when we did Girl Strip, he came, didn't he? He came. And then he was really like proud of us and stuff like that. And he opened an office for um, the Colour Network. And he was like, you lot can work out that office if you need space. Yeah. So So we started working there. And then he came up with the idea for the Black Magic Awards. And he was like, I want you lot to do the PR. So then we did the PR and the marketing for it. And while we were doing that, Obviously, being gassed off the success of um, Girl Strip, obviously we doubled box office um, predictions. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we were like, yeah, we can do every black film. That's yeah. what I was going to say. So, so was it was there. that you, when you thought, okay, we're going to start going into films. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was, we knew that we could do it. From then, we were like, there's so many platforms that don't get a chance to get involved in film publicity and mm-hmm. how can we get it? How can we get them involved? Mm. So, during the summer, during the summer, we saw that Black Panther was coming out. Yes. And we were like, well, that's it. That's wow. it. That's it. This <laughs> that's is it. us. This, this is it. us. So then I think Ruby started emailing them. I called. Oh, yeah, okay. Of call. course, we started the call. <laughs> <laughs> I started the call. Yeah. yeah. So you basically called. Uh-huh. Again, and again, I'm telling you it's God because it's the exact same thing. The person I spoke to was a girl working on the release because it was just, there was about four numbers and the number I chose was the hmm. girl working on the release. Yeah. Same sort of thing. She's like, oh, you sound great. But I said, we worked on Girls Trip, etc. And she was like, okay. I think we did a proposal first. And then, yeah, we did a proposal and then we went in. 
And then when we went in was the major thing because yeah. we had like a great meeting, really, really great meeting. But then they were like, oh, there's another film we want you to work yeah, on. We literally. were like, huh? huh? So we, we haven't even got this one yet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's, and then they gave us a wrinkle in time. Yeah. So you already had, oh. Basically, yeah, from that meeting, they're like, yeah, so we've got another film. They told us about it. Um, they're like, yeah, can you put some ideas forward for that? And I think the learning curve in this year is just find your unique position in where you're trying to be. Because my thing is that a lot mm. of people want to start businesses and they want to be for the masses. They want to be... And that's something I learned in business, like, from college. Like, there's mass and there's niche. Like, yeah. you, you either serve the masses or you serve a niche group. And mm. we always decided... We decided that we wanted to serve that niche of black people, yeah. culture, millennials, yeah. and stuff like that. And um, because of that, Disney were listening to us. Mm. And because of that, Disney brought us a second movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you know what I mean? And then since then, we've worked with them like a couple more times. Like, they come back to us for like, other things, like smaller projects. Like, But we have that relationship because... We had two successful projects because Black Panther was. I was gonna ask, fair. yeah, what was and that like? When what was that moment no, like? Black Panther for you guys was probably the craziest you... one that we've done. Yeah. Really, like, like, all the movies, Black Panther was the craziest one because it wasn't just like us doing the normal thing of holding the screen in. Like we had to help them book talent. We held, we held wow. a. Um, we held a screening and notes performed and we had P. Montana DJ. Wow. We booked the, the talent for that too. Wow. We were negotiating with booking agents. Oh, it was wow. like, yeah, it was my work And again, them. something you haven't done before. Exactly. Yeah, so every, there were so many different elements. So I think for, for Girls Trip and one of the other films we worked on, it was simply uh, either events and influencer stuff or PR and events. It was always very simple. Yeah. Black Panther was the first time we did like consultancy. We did PR. We did events. We did wow. influencer strategy. Like we management. Did ev- I'm like literally everything, everything. Negotiating. They ended up coming to us for extra things. Yeah. Like they that. had an issue. Like someone. We had a, they had a crisis. Yeah. Like, crisis management. Yeah. We had to do crisis management. Literally, we had to go in for a meet. And we even had such a tough meeting with them once. Like we went in and we were like, okay, so we're doing this, this, this. It's coming out. We're gonna like do these events, do this. But we feel like you guys are just not doing enough to do this. And the conversation got so heated. Like it was like they oh, felt right. like we we're doing enough like we're doing and we we're like guys they're just missing out on this one thing and because I think we ended up getting our way but it's just yeah, yeah. yeah. I think mean, because it was such a big film we like it sounds so dumb but it's like it meant a lot no it was a powerful film, film. Like, yeah I mean? so we were like guys this has to be done right and I think they wanted to understand but of course they couldn't yeah really yeah understand, yeah understand like, the it importance. yeah we were like this is like a once in a lifetime thing we need to do this right yeah so like we pushed certain things that had never been done before mm, so like wow. for the premiere we really wanted to make sure that everyone was part of it yeah so like yeah. there were people who've never been to a premiere before wow. we, we gave we like begged for tickets so that we can give to different platforms yeah, we gave yeah. It to represent radio gave wow. it to all these different platforms yeah. to do competitions for just and even as well, even the, 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 the wow. red carpet as well. Yeah, they sent. So they were working with this like big known agency that do all the premieres and stuff like that. And they sent a list to us of the names that were coming up. We were like, "What the hell is this list?" Like, yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, this is the list that they've sent us. Um, these are all the people invited to the red carpet." And we were like, "Levels like you guys have tried to find black you people. Did, yeah, you, in you the got UK. Your, you got yeah, the, the black who are probably old and like." Did, and we literally. Like we added, we God, added maybe fifty so more names, many like, people wow. to that list that were of culture and people who, when you look at Black Panther, the premiere, yeah. you see them and be like, like wow. it made sense. It made sense for them to be there. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. it was, yeah, that was the, probably the hardest project we've done. Yeah. Definitely. But then along, even on the that, day was hard. Like yeah. that was so stressful. But it, it was, was good. Yeah. It was good on the day. like even working on it at the same time, a wrinkle in time was coming out the next month. Yeah. So you were literally so like we working back to back on both of them, and then wrinkle in time was another just whirlwind yeah. um, but it all but we met Oprah so yeah, I was going to say you, made, you guys made fine. you yeah, met Oprah, Oprah. It was whimsical that whole <laughs> wow <laughs> maybe we can use that one whimsical wow so you met Oprah yeah that must have just been did, could you have imagined maybe two years to that day that you would be meeting Oprah no because you know it's so weird me and Tina did like this random little side course at uni for called Women in Business. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I did my final project on Oprah. Wow. Oh, yeah, I did my own Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, I'd done research about her story and Mm -hmm. her as a woman and as a businesswoman. And so I was always so, like, from then, I was so inspired by her. So you could never tell me, like, two years later, Mm. we'd be doing that. It was was an amazing And I think the best thing about it is that we're working... It was working, so it was like yeah. you're not meeting the uh, meet and greet and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wor- it's put on a professional working. basis. Yeah, it's a professional thing yeah. that literally, we, literally, she was there and there was a laptop next to her. And I had to get the laptop that was next. To her. <laughs> <laughs> and then I felt the invite, effervescence. What's that word? Effervescence. So, so I'm trying. To- <laughs> 
I know we F of Evans. Yes, the F, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Of her aura and stuff. And I was just like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. this is, it was such a good experience. That was the probably like my highlight of 2018. We had this picture on our Insta, guys, Vamp UK. Insta. Um, <laughs> we had this picture of like we wanted to make sure we got a picture with the cast so yeah. Ava, Oprah, Reese, Mindy who am I missing? Um, R- Reese Witherspoon oh, you said that, yeah. Ava, Mindy, Oprah that's it no, and the little girl yeah what's her name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all of the cast um, and everyone who was at the event that we held and like that picture is so iconic it's like, so it's just iconic such a, like Oprah's right in the middle yeah. of course and to get um, that picture was even that, a, oh, long, a, a long process because it was a th- they went to them so basically we had the, everyone had to be briefed that they couldn't actually approach any of the, yeah, the, cast, yeah. the cast because you're not allowed to like yeah. even we're not even allowed to approach them as much yeah. in, in, the, in the industry and this is for everyone who wants to work in the industry you have to make talent feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And if you're rushing towards them and being like, can I have a picture? You're making them feel this, anxious. Making, exactly, exactly. They're not yeah. going to be able to perform how they perform. Yeah. So it was like, before they took the shit, they were like, guys, everyone stay in their seats. Stay here. They're going to stand here. You guys are going to stand behind them and we're going to take the picture. And once we're done, everyone go back to your seats and they're going to, then we're going to walk them out. Actually, yeah. it was like, they walk out and yeah, then you and guys then go you back to your seats. <laughs> yeah. And there was one person who was late. Yeah, there was one person who was like, who missed the brief? Uh, and literally, she literally got her... Co- I said, babes. No, 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 slow down, slow down. <laughs> we nearly completed the whole... We doing so well. So yeah, no, like getting that picture was like, we said we said one request, said Disney, please. We just yeah, want one, one picture. picture. And they're like, okay, we can make it happen. And then, yeah, that's the one. That's it the... feels really like, I don't know what the word is, but I don't want to... There's a word I'm thinking of, but it's not relief, but it feels nice to know that we have you girls in the room yeah. that are that's that's fighting that's making sure that black yeah. people are getting involved in these kind of experiences. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like before that just was not happening mm-hmm. at all. So it it really feel it's a really nice feeling of like you know that like when you take a deep breath, it's like yeah, ah, no, it's nice mean, to yeah. know that yeah. there is. Do you know what I mean? The there's fact that like that's fighting in your corner, like to know that you're sitting in these rooms and you're saying, "Listen, this is we need these people in the mm-hmm. room. You know, we need this influence. She needs this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that by itself is just it's incredible to know that that's happening. So I just want to say, like, like you guys, big up yourselves. I'm from Thank South, you. so <laughs> you know. But yeah, like it's it's a, it's amazing yeah. that that's that's even happening. Um. So we've spoken about like the most exciting projects that you've mm-hmm. done. We've spoken about your journey. Have you guys ever had a moment, because there's a lot of ups like in terms mm-hmm. of like really cool projects. Have you ever had a moment where it just kind of felt like, oh, I don't know, this is what are we doing? Like, why did yes. we do this? Yeah. This is really stressful. <laughs> did we make the right decision? Like, <laughs> well, well, it was probably like, this, this is what I keep saying. Every time people look at us or look at a, a moment, they mm. think, oh, wow, blah, blah, blah. But you don't know what that person's going exactly. through behind. So th- that time was between the Disney time, between um, Black Panther and A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. It was that moment. Yeah. That was the time that we felt like... Um, uh, what's our value in this mm. industry like yeah because you know it was from the outside it looked amazing but the struggle on working the on it yeah was a lot like yeah. we had a lot of we had downtime. some breaks like we had yeah. some breakdowns like, break it was yeah it was a lot because navigating that industry is three black women we're young yeah like we're yes. kind of carefree naturally as well. Yeah, yeah. we're not really like, we're we super, just, super corporate like, we walk in the room yeah, and we're yeah. like we're just not we're like, just ourselves yeah like, yeah we're they they feed off that and mm. it can be negative sometimes. Mm. Like we we don't get sometimes. Well, at that time we used to feel like we weren't getting the respect that other agencies would. Yeah, and you can't really do anything about it. Right in that moment, yeah. You only let your work show for it. So no matter even the experiences we've had, some really horrible experiences. With yeah, clients, but they've always come back because yeah. they know they know like our results show. So we'd be like, wow, they hate us, and then yeah. well, they'll come back. And we're like. Maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah, like, but when you yeah. say like bad, like obviously without mentioning it, mm. like what do you mean by do you mean the like they how they spoke to, to you? Yeah. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. The way they speak to you, in ter- even because no one really likes to talk about money, but even with payment, yeah. like we'll be requesting a certain amount, and they'll be like, no, this is how much we're paying you. We're gonna pay either the same as last time, or, not. or we're just we're yeah. just we're just not gonna increase it or add a little bit. Blah, blah, and they blah. know they can. Wow. We even that. have that with influencers when we're getting yeah. the deals. They try and give them the same, and it's like no, we know our influence, our work. 
what like and as some a way to combat that as a business is to grow. Yeah. So like you could work with a company and they could see you as three black girls exactly, only. Yeah. Our three black girls are the founders are always coming to the meetings. Like yeah. they literally leave everything else to come to our meetings. Clearly it's just them. They yeah. have no overhead. There's no they overhead. have no yeah, no extra things. So mm. that's the sort of that's the thing they'll consider. Like, oh, yeah, you're not what? VAT registered, yeah. so clearly you, you don't make that much money. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? Right. So like yeah. Um to combat that, just Make yourself seem bigger than you are. Always yeah. say Guess we it, like, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And say, say someone in the back. Like yeah. someone's working on this. Like always yeah. make yourself as a company feel and seem bigger. Yeah. So that these big companies don't take advantage. Because right. at the end of the day, once they finish working with you, then the they'll invoice <laughs> will still be pending. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They leave you after. It's like yeah. they move on to the, the next thing. Yeah, they work they want your services. Yeah. And then when it comes the time to like Pay. pay you and stuff it's like that goes to the accounts team and stuff yeah it's like not that. even them it's not even them so yeah yeah we've had some moments and we like don't get to get twisted even now even yeah. to this day i to can imagine day, yeah like yeah we go for it but i think we just always look to the future and like look at the bigger picture that we've been doing we've done some great things and we know we mm. have so many more things to come yeah and obviously we've got the film stuff we do we do like we're doing more stuff in music but we've also got we do a lot of stuff in the influencer space yeah and like we're like advocates riders cheerleaders for like black creators in the uk like that's our main like passion Mm. um and i think that's what keeps us going on the day-to-day like we've got we've got five inferences that we manage and some of the stuff they get involved in we're like no do you know what no that's what like the pickup that we need yeah Yeah. we see that like a brand approaches us to work with them or we pitch for something the brand's like yeah and they give us like a really good fee it's that little reminder like you know what we're doing this for a reason yeah because two, three years ago, you weren't seeing big influencers part of campaigns. Mm. You weren't seeing them on these brand pages. You weren't seeing them, you know, doing all these amazing things they're doing now. Yeah. And each time they're doing something big, it opens more doors for others. Yeah. Yes. Because we, exactly. we're so talented as a community. Right. And it's important that brands see that. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, a little selfish plug, like we managed Nella Rose, we managed yeah. Mariam. They're Love both her, doing yeah. amazing things. Nella yeah. did a campaign with Nike last year. Amazing. Open so many doors. Like they want to work with her again, and it it's important Nike, to Nike. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Nike. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like like you just need that one person to push through, mm. and then that's it. That's all yeah. you need to show that look. She's not your average looking or your average blah blah blah. She's not like the poster blah blah blah. But, but this is matter. what she would. Yeah, exactly. Look at her. Look at her audience. Look yeah. at her her impact, and that's what you should be worrying about. I love that. How is it working with friends? Oh, that's a good question. Nah. Because, do you know, the, do you know, you know. It's, it's just jokes, yeah. It's so funny. Our situation is funny because we'll be in the office doing, a, like, doing work and then I'll be like, oh, Ruby, yeah, the boy, this is this. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, honestly, we're, like, you see our group chat. I always say, it's if our group chat got leaked, ah. we'd be finished. <laughs> All contracts done. <laughs> yeah, so it's... it's I couldn't imagine not. Yeah. It works. Like, yeah, it just, just works. Yeah. Because I guess it's, it means that all our passions and all our like, our focus, like our, our journeys going the same way. Yeah. Because we're friends, we have the same, similar mindsets, yeah. we have similar mm. passions. And we're not really scared to talk to each other about, say the truth. Yeah. And I was, I was going to yeah. say that, like, like in terms of this, yeah, yeah so yeah, like, how disagree. do you, how do you deal with disagreements? Because obviously you guys are your best friends and you're working together. I think we're lucky because there's three of us. Yeah, that, that means that there's always a vote. Okay, yeah, so, good. So you can disagree, but it's then it is democracy. Yeah, two, whoever wins, two to one. Two yeah, yeah. You just yeah, yeah. Get the right person on your side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like, me and Ruby are sitting here arguing about something. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. So we can decide. We can decide. And I think it's. I've always said that's really important to have your friends around you. And we say that about like people like um like Stormzy, his mm. team are his friends and yeah. family. Um, people like Jay Huss, his team mm-hmm. are his friends and family. Yeah. And the most successful artists, that's how they work. So, and it's important to have like, and in business it's important to have co-founders as well. Yeah. I understand that you want to do things alone. Mm-hmm. And you think- Because share that burden, like, it's yeah. a lot of work. It's especially yeah. as a black British creator, mm. it's a lot. So you need to share that stress. Yeah. Like it's a lot. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine doing this on my own. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't know what I'd be doing. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it'd be too much. So it is like, I couldn't imagine any other way. Like we're, as we mentioned, we were, we were friends with Marion before. And so like working with her and being friends with her is yeah. interesting. And I think that sort of set the tone for all the influences that we manage. We yeah. want to have that like close relationship where yeah. they feel they can come to us for anything. And that's yeah. the same with, we're building a network of influencers that we want to work with. Yeah. So like all black influencers can be a part of that network and we yeah. can get them jobs. Yeah. We can get them opportunities. And it's not 
like, oh, I need to call the agency. Like, we want yeah. it to be like cash, like, we're, we're your peers, like, mm. you can come to us, we've got your back. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's that sort of relationship, friend. Mindset. Yeah, I love that. Have you ever, like, had a challenge where it's like, um, because I know sometimes when you, your client is your friend, sometimes and you tell them that you need something done, for example, and then they don't do it. And mm. obviously as the friend part, it's like, but you can understand that this is what I'm going through. You yeah. know what's happening in my life, like why mm. I haven't done it. No, that, On a that, business side, yeah. you, it needs to be done. Have you ever had to that kind of deal with that kind of challenge? Yeah, definitely. And how do you deal with it? But it's more, <laughs> it's more of like... Um, being straightforward with the person. Yes, yeah. and I think, communication. And the communication is so key. And I think, because all three of us, like, some of us can be good cop, bad cop. People mm-hmm. can switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, if one of our clients decides, like, they, we know they're going through something, one person could be like, I don't care, I want the content now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I could be like, or Ruby can be like, to Ruby, like, just Why email. Why Because you could be the bad cop at that time. <laughs> but I'll be the bad cop. I could be like, no, I want the content, but... Yeah. And then you could persuade me and be like... Yeah, no, yeah. Just so email the brand and be like... definitely had it. It's literally... Our thing is like, life is life. Like, everyone yeah, goes through it. So just tell us, like, yeah. what, like, just be like, you know what? Can't do it today. I'm really sorry, guys. I'm going through this. We just need to know. Just give us so time. So that you though. can then exactly. communicate that. Exact time. We, always, we always say that. Nothing's ever that deep. Like, yeah, it's never going to be the end of the world. Yeah. Like, right, We yeah. can make it up to the brand. Like, there's, like if it's really dire, we we can make it work. Yeah. yeah. But it's just about communication. And I think that's with anything. Like, if we're working with a client, if it's one of the influencers we're working with, you just have to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. the worst when you, there's no communication. That's yeah, the worst. exactly. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's so refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> so refreshing. I absolutely love it all. Like, honestly, um, I think... My passing, my last thing would just be to ask, like, what, because you guys are young as well, um, what advice would you give to maybe um, anyone that's young that maybe wants to get into, actually, how do you delegate who does what before I ask that? Oh, yeah, we have roles. Because, yeah, so was that clear from the beginning? Like, you're going to be doing, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. was it very clear um, or did it kind of establish it came, itself later? So I studied business and Ruby and Ruby studied the same degree, which is PR, yeah. media and communications and culture. So I knew I was going to do most of the business stuff. Okay. So like, obviously the registering the business, the legal stuff, yeah, that was all mm-hmm. boy. the accounting stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Ruby did... Um, I, I, so obviously, I, when my, during my internship, I did PR. When I came out of uni, I did PR. Mm-hmm. So I knew that was going to be the thing that I'd handle. Okay. Yeah. so it was just clear because I just think it's important because people yeah. want to start business with their friends but yeah. I've really Honest, it's yes, important now yeah, the roles and have a role literally and, yeah. and, and not necessarily well. people have to be CEO yeah, CEO that's yeah. not that necessary yeah. until, especially at the beginning unless if you get an investor and they want to know who's a CEO yeah. and stuff like that then it's that but don't I would say don't focus on titles too much but it's always good to have a certain structure because things can fall in like for what's that thing fall between the lines yeah. yeah if you don't have a certain structure so I'm head of strategy okay Rumbi is head of influencers uh-huh. and Ruby is head of PR okay perfect and that just works for us yeah no that makes sense because I just think it's important that clarity in yeah. the beginning is key yeah. otherwise yeah. everyone's head it's starts chaos. to bump and it's yeah. chaos exactly yeah. you mentioned earlier about having a mentor mm-hmm. and I think we've spoken that I've uh, spoken about it before mm-hmm. um how important do you feel that like mentors are in terms of in your journey like so yeah. do you know what i was gonna say so important but i thought it was so cliche it is very important of mm-hmm. course but i think it's also about who they are and how you utilize them yeah i think i've been learning like that you don't have to have just one one mentor you can have multiple different ones for okay. different parts of your life yeah and i think it's important to have mentors in different industries yeah, yeah. different and different um like, I have a mentor who's, like, very, very, very rich. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think the money things, like, yeah. things on a level. Yeah, and yeah. that, like, gives me insight into, like, that kind of life. And yeah. that kind of, like, I don't know. Just, just, yeah, everything's, everything's different. So I think I think um, it's it's important to find different different people to, to work with. So, for yeah. example, one of my old um, directors at my old agency, he, I was definitely cast him as my mentor, but he works in tech, so it's completely different to what I do. But yeah. they've been in that industry for 10, 15 years doing PR, winning awards. Oh, so, so they understand they can give it, me that, like, that you know insight. What? From a PR perspective, this is how you do things. I'm like, okay, cool. 
Okay. And then, but I really want, I really want a, a black female mentor. Yeah. I need that support from that yeah, side of things. Yeah. So I think it's important to have, make sure there's not just one person that you're piling your whole life yeah. on. There needs to be different elements to yeah, it. Yeah. Like me, because I obviously have a black female mentor mm. and I have a very rich mentor. But you know, yeah. I do actually want like, I actually do, I actually do want like a, a white, seat like older exactly. man yeah because i'm thinking because i'm thinking that you ha- like i need to experience because i'm a person that likes experiences and yeah. i like to see yeah. how others if so i can compare it and think how i truly want to live my life yeah yeah um oh yeah. and sorry one other thing to add if you don't have a mentor it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you're not going to be successful or whatever like i think there's a lot of i think pressure to do that kind of thing and it's not necessary i think um, it's important to work with what you've got around you. So as mm-hmm. I said, I've only like I haven't got a formal mentor right now, but it's something I'm working on. And your mentors don't have to be older people. They yeah, don't have to 100. be like someone who's like well established. Your yeah, can be like one of your peers. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Like so it could be someone younger than you. And yeah, like, and also don't try and find someone <laughs> to be your mentor. Yeah, because I was you, just about to ask, how do you even go about finding a mentor? They're all crazy. Basically, you can think that this person is like the most amazing person, and you want them to be on mentor and you can have an opportunity to meet them go to lunch with them and stuff like that and they just might not be the person for you mm. and that goes down to don't necessarily think that in order for you to produce a business idea or produce a business you need to get yes from certain people mm. like you might find someone who's amazing in the field get a time to meet them pitch your idea and they're like mm, blah 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 and then you might think oh my idea is shit because they don't mm. like it like, yeah literally it's not that deep like you need <laughs> yeah. to do things yourself yeah. and, mm. and another thing i would say is that like a lot of people will try and pitch you because you're obviously in the hair industry yeah? Right, yeah. and beauty industry and people will try and pitch you an idea yeah, yeah. and or try and get your attention or um, help from you and you might not have that time to give them yeah. and they could do it and it could be successful yeah. and they could try and be like oh I tried to ask for help mm. I tried to do this and this person didn't want to help me blah blah blah, blah. how about you didn't need anyone to yeah. start you off mm. how about you could Go just do, do that you. yourself yeah like, and that's that's something to think we about. Like, you don't need the people. approval of other yeah. people in order to be successful. Yeah, something. and that's you know so I mean? important because I just feel like sometimes, like I feel like a mentor is there to advise you, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily have to take it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Do you it's know what I mean? Like angle. you still have to go with your They're impulse. Not the decision maker. Yeah, exactly. They're supposed to like support you and help you. Like even one of my mentors. One time I tweeted like wreck. It wasn't wreck, but it was like I want to leave this country. And, and she, <laughs> she messaged me. And she was like, I saw your tweet. If you want to work in a, another country for like for a couple months, just find a base there like mm. if you want to leave the country just find a base in certain places you can join a members club you can do this yeah. and gave then, some clarity yeah, just gave me some clarity and I was yeah. like oh yeah you're right it's true and yeah. like, yeah, I don't really want to leave yeah, yeah. so it's like you need someone who's like going to be your like I don't know the, that will help you in certain aspects of like your thoughts and stuff yeah. Like that. yeah did you meet your mentors by chance or did you actually like approach your mentors and say hey I want you to mentor me well, mine's from my, my, my. Oh yeah, yours my, from your yeah, work. work. Yeah. So, yeah. No, but then. But he, even he then, didn't have to. He didn't have to. Yeah, person. I think I just. I, he, I used to sit with him. I used to sit next to him, and he's a director. He used to be so scared. Yeah. Um, and we just formed a bond. He's just like bald white guy, yeah. but he loves hip hop. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's always a vertical that, that there's a way that you can connect. Yeah. 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 It's just like some people would just take to you, and I think it's very important to be aware of and someone knowledge it. Yeah. 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 And be like, you know what? Let me mm. pursue this. Yeah. It's not everyone that will. So yeah. When someone does, especially if it's someone who isn't in your normal circle, mm. you should definitely yeah. utilize it yeah. if yeah. you can. Yeah. And like. Just be nice to people because, mm, like, you never know kind. who's watching you and who's going to be who. Like, I'll never yeah. forget my friend. He told me he used to walk past Edward Enifal all the time when he used to get coffee or yeah. something like that in the area. Never spoke to him. He just used to look to, look to him and be like, oh, this guy's a bit strange, but he's a bit, he's yeah. a bit different, blah, blah, blah. And now my guy, what is he? He's Vogue. Vogue, Vogue. Yeah, yeah. 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 Been, you he could have been your friend. He could have been your mentor. He could have been like, yeah, yeah. But bought coffee exactly. with, yeah. And um, I would say that like, allow people to gravitate towards you because, yeah. like, let them acknowledge what you're doing. Yeah. Because... I think it's nice if someone introduces themselves to you yeah. and you they're already doing something and they're not there to just suck blood out of mm, you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like if someone meets you if someone came up to me and was like, Oh, Christina, I have like this business idea and I would really love your help, blah blah yeah. blah. I'll try and help them. Mm. But if someone said, I've got this business that I'm already working on, mm, like follow me yeah. and like sh- like follow me, let's just try and keep in contact and I'll be there like seeing their business on my and Instagram. And you'll be more willing blah, blah, blah. to be like, oh, do you know what? Have you guys tried this? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. To give that sort of like unasked 
um, advice mm. rather than like no one is entitled to help you. Yeah. No one, like, even this is it. This is You the want thing. them to be your mentor, but doesn't mean they, they have, have to. Mm. They have to exactly. Mm. So like, Let do what, like literally do you, and then like hopefully things will basically come. Yeah, I one thing I want to say mm. is that I remember like seeing events, and I used to be like, the vamp girls, they don't like me. <laughs> They don't like me. That's why I'm never at the events. They don't like me. I know it. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like me kind of thing. Have you ever had like, and obviously I know that's not true no. because I know it's, you know, it's very specific and stuff like that. But have you ever had people just like give you side eye like, I believe I'm this. I, I should like, be I'm, at the event. Like, why am I not to there? I'm not that too, though. Because <laughs> you know, people, don't care, boy. Because <laughs> someone even says to me, oh, I was on the phone the other day and someone said to me, um, did my invite get lost in the bus? I said, you say that to me all the time. It definitely didn't. <laughs> like, don't, don't try and make me feel built, guilty like, and bad. We can't just invite everybody. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's very specific. And yes, we've had we've had people be like that. And it's never intentional. Like, no. if, if you're right for it, we are not going to decide not to invite you because of our own personal thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because our clients will be like, oh, why this person? Yeah, we have to actually get approval. Exactly. Yeah. It's not just what we say goes. Like, yeah. we go to the client and they will cross people off. Yeah, and yeah. we'll have to try and be like, actually, that person's this, blah, 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 blah. But sometimes it's, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. But, it's not just, it's not a popularity thing. No, yeah. No, it's not all. a popularity contest you, at all. It's, it's obvious as well, because when you come, you see people who like, you've probably yeah. never, never seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. like our main thing. So I think it's like, because it even happens to us, we're like, oh, we didn't get invited. But you just keep it to yourself, keep it Yeah, 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 exactly. And then also, even if, if you would want to come to yeah. one of our events, just DM us and stuff like that. And yeah. be like, I do this, I do that. If you have an event that's, that probably suits what I do, let yeah. me know. Yeah, like, yeah. Literally. And, we, and also remember, we're a, three-man team we've just literally just employed somebody so we're a three-man team so it's so hard to know everybody yeah this is the thing even when people approach us like it's we try to make sure we're like considering everybody yeah but we're literally three-man team and we've got like so many parts of the business that we have to think about but we are getting better we're getting bigger we're growing so there'll be more opportunities for more people yeah as we grow (laughs) and also don't always feel like you have to be in in places Mm. this is the thing because you don't you might not have to be there do you know what I mean and I think but there is this sense of especially because of Instagram social media there is a sense of if you're not at this place then you're not not relevant do you know what I mean and people do have to get out that that mentality to be like look just because you're not at this event it doesn't Mm. mean that you're not relevant it just means that there's a lot of people who Mm want to be at this event you know sometimes we've had like we might not have considered someone for an event but there's a different vertical of the projects that we want them for. Yeah. And that we've used them for, but they're not invited to the event. Yeah, so yeah. different. So it's yeah. not like the be all and end all getting yeah. invited. It's a powerful place to be in there. A powerful position. It's like, ah, well, you're not invited. <laughs> 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 you're just at home like, wow. <laughs> Even my neighbour is there. Like, wow. You want to tell me. But I think, like as to round up, I just want is: Do you have any advice to anyone who? I mean, it could be young, could be old, but just anyone that may want to get into this kind of industry, like maybe just three points of something that's a, you know, like an action, something that they can do maybe to. Mm. I think get into it. um, I feel like if you want to, I want to do business. If you want to start a business, always look at your friendship group maybe there's someone there that can help you or support you Ooh, or your that's family. Nice. Yeah. So that's, a, that's something you should do. Um, also, don't seek the approval of, of, of others mm. um, and find a niche in your, in it. Don't think you have to, because um, so many people, oh, you guys, you know, why don't you consider working on movies, you know, big titles that are for everyone. <laughs> but, no, like, we're not no. all lives matter. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not every day. it's not every day everyone. Sometimes right. just be specific. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only got one. My thing I live by is perseverance breeds success. Mm. I'm just I'm. I love that. Say that again. I like that. Perseverance breeds success. <laughs> yes. Perseverance. Best is I've got a list without struggle, boy. Perseverance <laughs> breeds success. Woo! That was really hard. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you said yeah. the first time, I was like, "What does she have to say again?" I go, "Oh, second <laughs> Um, that that saying. Um, I'm one of those people that I will. I'm relentless. I will mm. keep emailing until you tell me no. Yeah. I will call. I email like that's a lot of the jobs we've got is because I'm like. Like, mm. can you give me an answer? Tell me yes or no. So we can I love that, moving. yeah. Because it's not, people get so like personal. They think, oh, they haven't responded. Oh, they're ignoring me. It's not, people yeah. are busy. Yeah. Like, Honestly, they, yeah. might have, they might not have seen it. Like, so I'm, um, yeah, persevering. Like, just persevere, persevere, persevere. And success will be yours. And maybe 
advice for influ- people who want to be an influencer. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, I my my one for that because we're we're seeing this a lot at the moment is like work out what kind of influence you are. Like think of from try and think from a brand's perspective. If you want to work with brands, think mm. when a brand goes onto your page, what do they see? What kind of influence are mm. you? What's your focus? Because it's all great dabbling in loads of things, but when you're first starting out, have one focus so that you know, like you've tackled that industry, then you can move on to the next one and then you can move on to the next one. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think that's, I want to be like this sweet. I just want to know how you feel about it mm. and just, and that's it. And then I'm done. Um, someone tweeted just the other day. One day we need to talk about vamp. The way these three black women are absolutely shelling the marketing space and made their own lane. Yeah incredible scenes mm. seeing a tweet like that how does that make you guys feel do you know what that girl who tweeted that was actually my friend oh. she's the one I went to Vegas with oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to, so when she tweeted that she DM'd it to us mm-hmm. and she's not like, even see yeah, half this stuff because we don't have a Twitter yeah. for now she's like, trying to make us get Twitter <laughs> but um, when I saw that I was just like this is it's so it's, it's just such a nice feeling that like someone appreciates or, yeah, or people appreciate yeah what you're doing yeah and we're um, always going to be doing it regardless yeah but it is always nice like i saw this when i was just scrolling through twitter yeah i was like wait that's me yeah, she dm'd it to us but she, ruby wasn't there wasn't in the dm yeah. so you, i was gonna send it to you but i, I forgot so I when i saw you quote tweet it i was like oh and i was like oh it's about me um because like obviously vamp is like always on my brain so yeah my heart's like being i thought oh my god is it something bad yeah and it's just nice like it's we don't get it often, which is not like a problem, but it's just every, every now and again we do get it, and it just kind of grounds us to be like, you know what, we're doing this for a reason, yeah. Like, yeah, especially during the hard times and the busy times, yeah. It's, it's nice, oh, it's very heartwarming. Oh, thank you, thank you, ladies, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so retail. much for having us. You are welcome. <laughs> this podcast is amazing. I've been listening to this podcast from the first time. <laughs> I love it. Every time there's someone on here, I follow them. Oh, <laughs> thank you, and follow and follow these ladies. Just um, drop your your um, socials. Vamp UK. Mm-hmm. Um, but our personal mine's Christina OK and mine's Ruby Jade X and Rumbies is Rumby Love yeah Rumby Loves yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you ladies <laughs>